It is so past my bedtime. (laughs) Good afternoon, evening, morning, whenever you're going to be listening to this. Hello and welcome to Night Blind. I'll just say right now, I'm so sorry. It has been so long since I've done my last episode, but I am here to tell you why, because it is just, I've been all over the place. It's been chaotic and I honestly am so tired, like actually tired. Like I would want, I've been wanting to sleep for like three months for like I want to sleep for three months. So let me just jump right in and tell you. First of all, I've missed you all so much. Um, This is something that helps me clear my mind and I've been missing it and I've been kind of cloudy, you know, but we now live in Florida. (laughs) It's been quite a change from what we were doing in Texas to here, but we're doing it. And both Andrew and I kind of felt like Texas was pushing us out for some reason. Um, we love the people there. We still do. We still try to stay in touch with all of them, but, um, we just felt like it was time for us to leave for the time being. We do like plan to go back and buy a house there and live there. But as of right now, We're in Florida with his parents and his side of the family that live here, you know, for the time being. And then we'll see where life takes us. But this is kind of the move right now. Um, But the reason why we did it is the rental house that we were in decided to cancel our lease. It was super messy. They were switching over from one agency to the other and they offered to get our lease back, but then they weren't sending paperwork. And honestly, if we tried harder, we could have stayed. Um, But with other events that were going on, we just felt like we shouldn't push it and we shouldn't try to force our way into living here. So we just decided maybe it's time for us to move somewhere and we kind of weighed our options of where we could go and maybe get another house in Texas Um, and then his parents offered for us to stay with them Um, and then we can kind of figure our way out you know here and we weighed our options and we packed up our stuff got a rental truck and we moved all of our stuff to Florida So we are here and it's been nice. Uh, I really love being closer to the ocean, which is kind of funny because I don't like being close to the ocean for hurricanes and weather and stuff, but I do like it for being close to swim and to just lay on the beach, the sand in between my toes and the wind in my hair. (laughs) But it's been, you know, it's definitely something that you have to get used to and Um, his parents bought a tiny home and we are currently getting that all prepared and ready to move into so that we have our own separate space while being with them and the dogs love it because 
His parents live on a two-acre lot, so they are able to just run all day long until, you know, their hearts are content. So it's been good. The only thing that has been a struggle for me is finding a job because I don't understand why companies put up a for sale. What? I don't understand why a company puts up a hiring, like a now hiring sign, and they're obviously not hiring. And you go in there and they're like, yeah, we're hiring, we're hiring. And you go, okay, cool. I'll put in an application. You put in the application, you call them, let them know. And they're like, perfect. We'll look into it and we'll give you a call. And then a few days go by and I'm waiting. And then I call just, you know, hey, just wondering if you guys have an update. Oh, yeah, we looked into it. And oh, you, you're such a great match. Um, let, let me call and get like an interview scheduled. No call. And to me, it's like, I don't really want to work for a place that can't communicate or can't keep their word. So it's just kind of like a bad look on them. But it's just so frustrating because I just I need a job, you know, being unemployed. I still have bills to pay. Yes, I don't have rent, but I still have all of the bills that I had, you know, my car, my phone, insurance, all of that stuff. And I still need to, you know, pay for it. And I can't pay for it with no money. So it's just been exhausting trying to find a place. Um, We moved here October 1st. And ever since then, I think I've applied. Well, and I was even applying before that. But before, I think I applied to like, I'm not even joking, 50 jobs. And they were all from, you know, in the town that we're staying in to 45 minutes to an hour out of the town. So I've really been trying to find something to at least just get me started and, you know, planted, get some money rolling in so I can keep, you know, making payments on my stuff. But no one has reached out to me and it's just getting frustrating and exhausting. So and then Ander, he decided to change his career path and he is going to be doing traveling electric I'll be honest, I'm not sure like the full title, but he is considered a technician and he will be traveling three months to do work and then he'll come back for about a week and then he'll go back out for three months and he's making good money for it and they're paying him per diem, they're paying for his flight, they're paying for his hotel and so it is definitely a good opportunity for him to go out and to do you know, do what he needs to do to make his money to pay for his stuff. And then um, it gives me time to kind of figure out what I want to do because I really do want to do something meaningful with myself and my life and my career. And I've just been all over the place trying to figure out what that is. So I I have it solidified of like the desire of what I want to do. So now it's just kind of executing that. And it really is content creation. And I mean, like when I think about it, I'm not thinking of, you know, oh, I want to be a TikTok star. You know, it's not that. It's the I want to take pictures. I want to do photography. I want to do this podcast. I hope that it, you know, grows as I go and I want to do um my YouTube channel again. I had it for a while, then stopped. So I really want to get back into that and just create, you know, 
content for people to watch because I've already been doing that for my entire life. I take pictures. I'm that friend that will take pictures of everything going on and everyone's like, just live in the moment. It's like, for me, that is. I've, I I live in the moment and then I'm photographing it and I'm taking videos of it because I want to look back on what makes me happy. And so I really want to get back into it. And so every day I make sure to take time to practice uh, my art, you know, practice my photography, make sure that I have some videos for my vlog, um, some ideas for my podcast, some ideas for vlogging. I'm watching videos on how to edit. And so like, even though I don't have a job, I'm doing something meaningful that can help me solidify my career. And then once I do get a job, Andrew was like, why don't you do part-time for now? And then once you really get, you know, into your videos and your podcasting and it's starting to pay off, then you can, because you're part-time, you still have that time to do that stuff. And then if it really does take off, you can put your time into it. And so that's what I'm really trying to do. So I'm trying to find a part-time job at least to just get me going and then go from there. But I did have an interview today and it seems like it's a pretty good job um, to at least get my my feet on the ground and go from there. So I'm going to try to do that and maybe who knows how long I'll be doing that, but at least it's money. And then he just got offered the job for the traveling position. So he's going to be doing that um, sometime. I, I don't even know when they're going to ask him to go, but he's going to be doing that pretty soon. So with that being said, I'm super excited because I was telling my mom that I really wish that I can come out and visit them this year for the holidays, either for Christmas or Thanksgiving. But unfortunately, because I don't have a job, I don't have the money and the money that I do have. It's literally the price of the ticket to get there. And then once I come back, it's like, I just, I don't have anything and who knows when I'm going to get a job, you know? So her Christmas present to me was to buy me a plane ticket to come and see them. <laughs> I'm literally, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm, I know nobody knows how excited I am to go back home and see my family. And it's going to be for my sister's birthday for Thanksgiving and then my cousin's fiance's birthday. And so it's just going to be this uh, great, great trip. And I'm going to bring all of my, like my cameras and my microphone, and I'm going to be doing stuff there as well so that I can keep going in this weekly routine of getting back into it instead of, you know, doing this and then missing it again. And then who knows how long it would take to get me to pick it back up again. So I really am trying to discipline myself no matter what I do and where I go. But I really am. I'm so excited to go back home. So I'm really excited for that and I can't wait for y'all to hear like the experience that I have with that. So I'll keep y'all up to date with that and post. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited and honestly, it's been, it's very much needed. You know, my sister came out to visit in July and that was great and fun, but like I really am excited to go see the rest of my family and to just relax and be with them because even though I 
don't have like a job to go to. It has been like a go, go, go. We moved here and then we need to settle in. Then we need to go and put our stuff in a storage unit because we are staying with this family. So we don't have a place to put our stuff and then this tiny home. So now we need to prepare the tiny home and it needs to get painted. It needs to get like some renovations done to it so we need to do that before we can move in and then move our stuff out of the storage unit into the tiny home and it's just chaotic all while Andrew's going to be doing this traveling thing and then I'm going to be going home and then coming back and maybe have a job by then and it's just this chaotic like constantly going and so I'm going to be gone for two weeks and I really think it's going to be a great time to just recharge and do what I need to do to just like really hone in on what I want to do. And it's really funny because I was sitting in bed with Ander and we were watching um, How I Met Your Mother. And one of the episodes, the guy is like talking about how um, like I really wanted to teach music. And so everything I did in my life was to, you know, go towards that. And so whatever you want to do with your life, do it towards the thing that you want to do. And that's really why I was like, oh my gosh, I am an artistic person. I am a creative person and I'm trying to force myself into the corporate America or just be someone who I'm not. And I don't like that. I hate doing that. And so I was like, you know what? This is it. I'm going to get back into my creating world because I know I'm good at it. You know, it's where I feel comfortable. It's where I'm happy. And his mom is a very creative person as well. And so I was like, you know what? She really wants to do some embroidery and to sew and to craft. And we have crickets um, that we can like customize things that we can set up a little like online shop. I was like, I'll help you do that, you know? And who knows what if I, you know, really get into it and I open up my own little shop as well while doing this and just getting traction. You know, I would love to be my own boss. Everyone would like to be their own boss. And I get that. And that's the world that we live in now, where everyone wants to be their own boss, which is fine. I don't know why that's so bad, where it's like, oh, well, it's just so saturated. It's oversaturated. Why? We're all buying from each other. Isn't that what, like, the past was, is we just, everyone had their trades and we just bought from each other? Like, who cares if there are so many people on Facebook Marketplace or on, I don't even know, Shopify or I don't know. I don't know these things. I should know if I'm getting into it. But it's like everyone, oh, you can't do it because there's just so many people. Okay, so what if I have my own following? What if I have my own shop? What if it takes off? Like I'll buy from your shop, you buy from mine because I may have things you don't have. So it's just one of those things that I'm like, whatever, I'm going to do it anyways because I love it, you know? And people gravitate towards passion and towards people who really care about what they're doing. And because I love it and because I want to get back into the creativity of, you know, my brain and my hobbies, because that's what I did as a kid, I'm going to get back into it. And I know people, maybe it won't be, you know, thousands or millions of followers, but there are going to be people who want to watch me, you know, and I'm really trying to figure out what kind of content I'm wanting to create. Is it going to be, um, oh, I don't know. Is it going to be, 
self-reflection? Is it going to be growth? Is it going to be fashion? Is it going to be food? Is it going to be travel? I don't know. Maybe it's going to be all of them. You know, you never know until you do it. And moving here to Florida, I was like, you know, this is a great opportunity because I can go to the beach and I can make content there. And there are so many more stores and malls and places I can go, amusement parks that I can go and I can, you know, videotape my experience, share it with the world, and maybe it will give other people ideas to do the same thing. So I'm really excited for that because where we were in Texas, unfortunately, was a small town that I couldn't do that as much unless I wanted to drive two hours to the next big city. And here I can drive, you know, I can drive to Orlando, I could drive to Tampa, I can drive to a beach, but everything is about like an hour to three hours away. And in Texas, driving the two hours wasn't a bad thing. You know, I didn't mind that, but it was it wasn't really what I was wanting and it wasn't the content that I was wanting to create. But here I really can just like dive into that. So I'm super excited and I hope that all of you will be with me and watch me grow. And I'll be honest, like these first few episodes of my podcast, the first few vlogs on YouTube, the first videos on TikTok aren't going to be the best because I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I've been watching YouTube videos. I'm doing all of that stuff, but that only goes so far. You just have to practice, figure out where your style is. Like with my photography, I need to figure out how I want to take my pictures, what I want to take my pictures of, how I want to edit them. And then like with this, I have to figure out what I want to talk about, where my vlogs, what I want to videotape. So it's just like the style of what I want to do. I just have to figure out and I'm going to figure it out, but it's just going to take time. So I do apologize you know, 2020 hindsight or whatever, I will let you know, I know that these are going to be bad. Like, I know that it's going to take a long time. And I have to keep telling myself that because I'm one of those people, I wouldn't say I'm a perfectionist, but my toxic trait is thinking that like the first time I do something, it's just going to be like, boom, you're a professional. Like you are so good. Unfortunately, I know that that's not true, but like I like to believe that it is because once like say it happens and then I'm like, I freaking knew it. I knew I was awesome, you know, and so it's just kind of stroking my ego and I shouldn't do that, but I do it anyways. Um, So this I really am like if I'm not good at the beginning, it's fine because I know that I will grow into it and I'll be better. I just want it to happen sooner. (laughs) But I'm excited. Then um, another thing that I just remembered was today I went to an antique mall. Okay. And it was after the interview and I've never been to like an antique mall before. But when I tell you this place was huge, I'm not even joking. I was in there for like an hour and a half and I only covered a quarter of the store. Like I didn't get to see everything in the store, but they were getting ready to close. And I hate being the person that's like holding up a like a business or a store or whatever. So I definitely want to go back and see the rest of it. But it was 70,000 square feet of just like antiques. And from my understanding, like walking around Each part of it was kind of like it was a booth. And I think there are places, people, small shops. 
that can purchase a spot in this antique mall and set up their antiques or set up things that they want to sell. And then that becomes their booth. And then you can go in and you can purchase from the booth. I may be wrong, but that's kind of what it looked like. Um, but I walked in and immediately was like, I don't even know where to start. There are so many tiny knickknacks and there are so many just things I want to look at and things that I haven't seen in years and things that I haven't even seen at all, you know, but it's crazy the amount of things that people have held onto and preserved for like, I'm not even joking. Some of them looked like they were a hundred years old. They were so old, but they were in pristine condition. Sadly, I don't know like the value of some things. So some things, you know, I thought looked amazing and they could be priceless and they were, you know, oh my gosh. And they could literally be 50 cents. And there are other things that are like, why didn't you buy that? That is worth $3,000 and you got it for $25. You know, I don't know that. And maybe the more that I go to this antique mall, the more that I will be able to kind of gauge that. But I'm definitely going back. And once I go back, I'm not, it's a 20 minute drive. It's not even that bad. It was literally right next to, like, it was behind the place that I interviewed. But I definitely want to go back. And the next time I go, I will definitely vlog. But my camera uh, was in my purse and you are not allowed to take your purse, bags, anything in there. They had like a free locker section and you would put your bag in the locker and then you would take the key from the lock and then when you're done shopping, you would go back and do it. But I didn't even think about taking my camera and I could have done my phone, but my phone recently just hasn't had the best quality. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to enjoy it for the first go around. Really just like see what I like. And then once I go back, I'll videotape it so that y'all can see what I was looking at. Because I'm not even joking. It was beautiful. But because there were so many things and I was going back and forth, my head was starting to hurt and I was getting really dizzy and nauseous. So... <laughs> Um, note to self, don't do that next time. But it was so much fun. I love antique shopping. I love old things. That's I love old people. You know, the stories that they tell you and the things that they have. You're just like, how in the world? You know, you'll look at the things that they had, the like the the silverware and the dishes are absolutely stunning. They're pieces of art. And what do we have? We have 50 cent plastic plates at Walmart. Like, come on. You know, I want the the Purex or was it Purex? I don't even know how to say it right. But those beautiful like bowls that uh, just obviously never fade in color. They don't, you know, they're steel. I swear they are. Even though they're ceramic, I've never seen a Purex bowl chipped. All right. And I went into that antique mall looking for them. They're still expensive, like hella expensive. If I wanted to buy a like a whole set of them, it was like 250 bucks. I was like, you know what? For some bowls, that's ridiculous. If I wanted one, it was like 50 bucks or 30 bucks, you know, depending on the size. But I was like, that's ridiculous. I want it still, you know, but I, I'm not going to be paying that, 
um, I put it on my wedding registry for other people to buy me. But I saw those and I saw some old cameras that I thought were really cool. My only fear is that because they are so old, if I put the film in, because, okay, film cameras are stunning, but you have to know how to use them right. Everyone's used those like Fuji film. It's like that green wrapped one, you know, everyone's had that disposable camera and they're so much fun. But first, I don't know how to do film. And I could take it to a store and I, or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, whoever does it still. And I can get them to do it. But with these old cameras, I'm so nervous that it's just going to like damage the film, you know, and I don't know what film to put it in. Again, I know I could look this stuff up on YouTube. I know that I can, but I just don't want to. I want the answers coming straight from, you know, the camera speaking to me into my brain. You know, I just, I just need that interaction, but it was a lot of fun and I'm definitely going back soon. I tried to get, um, Ander to look at it, but he was really busy doing the tiny home. So unfortunately he didn't get to see all of its glory. And then, um, what did I do before that? Oh my gosh. I went to this boot. Okay. One thing that I learned outside of Utah, everyone has these boot outlets, you know, like Texas had so many and obviously because it's Texas. But then the last time that I drove through Florida with Ander, they have this boot warehouse. I can't remember where it is, like what city it's in, but it's this boot outlet and it's buy one, get two free. And I love that deal because I feel like I'm just really conquering the retail world, even though they're giving me that sale. But if you don't know, um, cowboy boots usually run like low end two to $300 for a pair. Um, so the buy one, get two free. First of all, that is a crazy markup that you're doing, you know, for the fact that there's no, like, there's no, what's it called? Um, exclusions. Like it really is. You pick three pairs, you pay for the most expensive, and then you get two pairs for free. That is a crazy markup because that makes, if you get on the lower end, that's like 60 to $80 per boot. And you're telling me that you want two to $300 for the one. It's crazy to me. Anyways, I found a pair <laughs> that I want and um, I just have to get Andrew to go down there, figure out which one he wants. And then I think that we were going to have his dad come down too because his dad was wanting new boots. So we would each get a new pair of boots and I'm so excited because I really want those boots. They were so nice. They're exactly what I've been looking for. So I'll have to convince him to go down there. I don't know if he's wanting to go before or after he comes back or like before he leaves or after he comes back from his thing, um, his little three month excursion. But I really do love those boots. So I hope that those they're still there by the time we get there. But yeah, it was fun. It was I've been trying to get out more and do like the solo things because I love having alone time and 
I, it's something that I've done my entire life and it's something that recharges me. So it was so nice, even though, even though I did not want to go to this interview, I don't, it's something I accidentally applied for this job. Like I didn't mean to apply for it. I thought it was something else. And then when they reached out to me, they used a different name. So I didn't even know who they were for the longest time. And then once I found them, I was like, I don't even remember applying for them. I definitely did. Yep, I did. I didn't mean to, but they were literally the only people that called me back. So I was like, why not? And because I'm a very like, I like to be in the house or I'm just a very like home person. I like to be in the house or outside my house, but I don't want to be anywhere outside of that, you know? And so going somewhere that I already didn't want to go to and I need the job, but I don't want this job. And it was just this whole thing. It really put me in just like the worst mood that I was happy to go and like to the antique mall afterwards, kind of recharge, you know, and then I went... I came home and then um, got into my regular clothes, like outside of my, I have interviewing clothes, you know, like the nice ones that you all, it's like your go-to. I got out of those, went and got myself some ice cream and then decided to come and do a podcast episode for y'all. And it was just so nice. I was so happy to just kind of recharge. I still feel socially exhausted but I've been feeling socially exhausted for the past few weeks now. And I just want to take a long nap. So I'm excited to just be, you know, relaxed with my family and just recharge because they're also socially just introverted people. And so I don't need to do much to keep them entertained it's more of like we just sit in the same room together and then we're fine so I'm very thrilled that I don't have to do much for that but anyways this is gonna be a short one and I'll be honest I don't even think I'm gonna do much editing on this one so if you hear any background noise I'm so sorry but I really just wanted to drop in say that I love all of you And I hope to see you on the next episode. Did you like that? I really like that. Maybe that's how I'm going to end the rest of my podcast episodes is just like saying goodbye. (laughs) Okay, maybe. I don't know. Bye.